0: Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am grateful to have you here with me. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. And you're not. Because here we are hanging out together and it means the absolute world to me. I am back after a week off. I really tried to record a podcast before we went on vacation, but oh my goodness, you know what that's like, trying to get everything ready, get yourself out the door. I thought I had it, but I did not. The time just passed quickly. I was really good, let me tell you, about making a list for vacation, which is great, right? I had everything written down. I knew what I needed. I actually started pulling things ahead of time and just putting them on the table To know, you know, we want to pack this. And those things I was checking off the list. But then there were all the other things, you know, that you kind of grab last minute or even the night before. And I mean, I had that list. I knew what was on there. But I didn't look at it. (laughs) Which ended up meaning I forgot quite a few things. But it's all right. Because whatever you forget, usually you don't actually need. You can make do without. Or there's always an easy way to get it. And let me tell you, Amazon definitely did save us on this trip. And I got a couple of things Amazoned right to the house. Amazing. But it's funny because before we leave on any trip, I always say this little prayer that we have said when I grew up in Girl Scouts, when we were sitting on the bus waiting to go on our camping trips. And our troop leader always had us say, Dear God, Whatever I forgot, I pray it's not important. <laughs> and that has really stuck with me forever. And I say it now, every time before I leave the house for a trip, Dear God, whatever I forgot, I pray it's not important. And usually it's not, right? We forgot this time, Emma's milk. We could go out and get more milk. I forgot her cup. Amazon went right to the house, made it super easy. And you know, little things that... You need but you don't really need you can get in another way being down with her in the on the beach was amazing we went down to Long Beach Island for a week with my brothers and my dad and uh, I, I mean growing up going to the shore was always our vacations and I love it because it's relaxing you just hang out really no expectations of you know following a schedule or doing anything. It's basically just hanging out on the beach all day. This year, of course, was a bit different because we had Emma. And so now things definitely had changed. Before we had gone away, I actually pulled a card that said to let go of expectations, to allow whatever is going to happen to happen. And that card couldn't have been more perfect or needed for the moment that we we're about to enter. Because man, there's a lot of expectations that come along with going away. You know, you want things to be perfect, you want it to be wonderful. You're waiting all year to do this adventure. And you really want it to go great. But now when we have a little baby in the mix, it's it's not the schedule you want it to be. You're kind of on someone else's timeline. And normally in the past, we would go to the beach, you know, wake up, go to the beach early, hang out all day, and then come home. But now with Emma, she really had to get in that first nap. If she didn't get in that first nap, it would have been a disaster the rest of the day. And so when we wake up, my brother would head down to the beach, Emma would take a nap, and then we would go when she woke up. And, you know, that could have been whatever time it was. And pulling that card and really focusing on this energy of letting go allowed me to not stand in these unrealistic expectations that we have to do this at this moment. Oh my God, if they're going to the beach now, we need to go to the beach now. No, no, no. I can follow my own heart. I can do exactly what it is that I need to do and how important that is, right? Incredibly important. Because if we don't listen to ourselves, what are we listening to? We are the ones who know what we need. We are the ones who are really in tune to how things are going to play out, what's going to happen, right? And so, oh, I was so grateful to have that message. And I know I pull cards for you guys each week on here, and sometimes you think, ah, I don't really need that message. But sometimes we do, and we don't even realize we need it. Because when I pulled that, I was like, ah, yeah, Whatever, I don't really need this. But then I kept reminding myself of it. Let go of the expectations. Let go of how you think it is supposed to go. It's going to go how it goes. And the most important thing is for you to be present in that moment and allow yourself to find joy, even if there is hardship, find joy. Because that is one thing that I am learning over and over again, especially as a parent, that there's a lot that goes on, right? A lot is happening in the world, and it can be real easy to go down this rabbit hole of despair, to feel as if nothing is going right, or there's always the struggle around the corner. It can be easier to go to the doom and gloom, right? But I don't want to do that. I want to choose the joy. I want to choose the beauty. I want to choose all of the sunshine, because that is really what lights me up, what makes me so incredibly happy and it is definitely work to do that but it most absolutely can be done and so yeah I mean vacationing with a little one is so very different we were dragging more things to the beach than we have ever had to before it was exhausting oh my goodness I felt at the end of the days just this sheer exhaustion but so very worth it to see her smiling face on the beach, to watch her go up to the water and be so excited when the wave came and she got wet, to watch her be nervous in the sand at first, not really sure about it, but then towards the end of the week, playing it and having the most fun. One of my favorite moments was I would go down to the water to get her bucket filled with water and bring it back up to where she was sitting and you would see her watch me go down and her little head you know looking for me and then when I would just make it right up over the ledge of the sand where she could see me her face would just light up with joy and there's nothing nothing that compares to that it is just pure absolute love right and so yes was it exhausting yes was it a lot (laughs) Oh my goodness, of course, but it was worth it, 100% worth it for those little tiny moments of joy. I spent most of the time, you know, hunched over, what, helping her walk along the water, and yeah, did it kill my back, but oh, did she have a blast? Yes. And that is what being a parent is all about, right? Showing up for your kids, teaching them all the things. I was just saying to Dustin today how it's amazing that she is so small and she is learning a ton. Every single day you can see it. Even being on vacation, I think being around her younger cousins and watching them do certain things, you can see how much she grew just having those kids around for a week. She started to take more steps. She, I think she's watching them and saying, oh, they can do it, I can do it. But really just thinking how foundational these years are, where we are teaching her things not by physically being there and saying, okay, do this, do this. You know, like when I'm teaching her to eat, I'm there sitting in front of her with the fork showing her how to put it into the food, bring it to her mouth. Yeah. But these other things that we're teaching her just by being who we are and doing what we do, By simply Dustin and I interacting with each other, with this love and kindness, she is learning that as well and learning to have this trust within us, knowing that when she cries, when she's upset, we're going to be there. And all of these foundational emotions and feelings that really, they only happen by example. And I think about that a lot, you know, in regards to choosing joy or choosing the struggle. That when I go to choose the joy, she sees that too. And she stands right in that with me and her face lights up and, oh, how incredible that is. And it, it really blows my mind how much these little ones soak in just from watching us. And it makes me really be present in the actions that I take to remember that there are always these eyes watching and that it's important for me to, to instill what I really want her to learn. And so, yeah, being a little bit more present. Another thing that I have been doing is moving my body more. And it really, it brought up something that was highly unexpected. So I went out for a run, and I have not ran in, oh, so long. I ran maybe once or twice since I had Emma, but far between each other and, you know, not really much But I'm determined, you know, determined to start getting back to doing the things that fuel me and feed my soul. I really feel after this year of incredible bonding with her that I'm kind of figuring out how to do this thing of motherhood. And I know I'll never have it figured out, right? There's always going to be things that come up and challenges that happen. But I feel like I'm standing pretty steady on my feet and that it's important now to get back to me. And so I've been taking my morning slow, sitting down with my journal, pulling my cards and loving that time, loving it. And I'm also moving my body. And so running has always been something for me. It has been an opportunity to, to clear my mind. You know, I don't do it really, I mean, the intention of doing it wasn't really for the physical aspects of it. It was really my mind. Because whenever I go out for a run, I return feeling so much better than before. It provides me an opportunity to work through things, to let my mind untangle all that's happening. And it's most definitely needed. And so I went out, you know, I laced up my sneakers, I put on my music, and that mind magic started to work. But what it brought up was really... Unexpected. And I was thinking how I've done some really hard things in my life. I have pushed myself and challenged myself in ways, and I have overcome them. And I was thinking about when I attended my very first art retreat, where I knew no one. And I took that leap and I decided, you know what, I need to do this for myself. And so I'm just going to go and I'm going to see what it's all about. And it was life changing for me. One of the most incredible things that I could have done for myself, but it took a lot of courage. I had two strangers show up at my door so that we could drive to New Hampshire together. That's not a short car ride, (laughs) you know? But I did it, and I was there, and I was uncomfortable. And that was okay, because sometimes we have to be in the uncomfortable of it in order to grow. And then I did it again and again. And I kept growing and growing and still to this day growing. I traveled cross-country with a friend and her friend that I had never met before. Even for orientation for college, there was this trip where we could go to Canada before we went to like our real orientation at school. And it was an opportunity just to get to know people and meet them before we dove into the college experience. And I told my parents, I'm like, I would like to do this. And my mom was shocked because, you know, really, would this be something shy, quiet Jennifer would want to do? A little bit surprising, I know. But I did it, and I was so glad to do it because it allowed me the opportunity to meet people before I entered into school. I ran the New York City Marathon twice, which is something just doing it once, I never thought would be physically possible to do the most I had ever run before that was three miles and that was when I was running through high school cross country and track but watching the marathon and seeing the way these people showed up and it was all walks of life inspired me to want to do it and I put my mind to it and I did it so as I was running I was thinking of all these things And how amazing it was that I was able to accomplish them. But then I was thinking of all these things that I started that I never see through. And I'm wondering, how can I have all these ideas? Because I have tons of ideas. Oh my goodness, my brain is a stockpile of ideas. It's so much easier to have the ideas and the follow through, right? And it's hard for me to follow through. And there's so many great ideas, so many things that I know if I could figure out how to bring them to fruition, it would be incredible. But I start and I stop, or I don't even start. It's just the idea boiling in my head. And I was wondering what is the difference? Why, when it came to the marathon, did I really commit? And that was a Huge one because it was months of training in order to be able to cross that finish line. And I had to really push myself out that door. I remember sitting on my couch sometimes for, oh my goodness, a half hour, scrolling on my phone, just trying to find the motivation within myself to walk out that door. Well, Once I got out that door, yeah, I could do the run, but it was getting out the door that was the biggest hurdle for me. And I think that is kind of what happens with some of my ideas. I never get myself out the door. They just live in my brain and I don't follow through. And then I thought about pregnancy and delivering Emma and how that was not at all the experience that I thought it was going to be. And I got really, really down on myself thinking, How come I wasn't able to do it? I have done all these hard things. How come I wasn't able to deliver naturally? And so leading up to having Emma, you know, I really didn't have a full birth plan. I had never done this before. had no idea what to expect. And I didn't want to hold on to unrealistic expectations and think this is the way it has to go. Because all I was thinking was, I don't know what's going to happen in the moment. Could be anything, right? And so I just allowed myself to be open to the experience, to what was going to happen. But one thing that I didn't do that when I'm looking back, I was almost regretting, where I didn't take any type of, Pregnancy class or delivery class—I don't even know what you would call it—where you go through the breathing and whatever else it is they teach you in that class. Because a part of me didn't want to know, and I was in my head comparing it to the marathon. The very first time I ran the marathon, I had no idea what to expect, and I was able to be really present in the moment because I had no idea right around that corner. Was going to be a huge hill that was brutal. I was just there in the moment, feeling the energy, really pushing myself forward with all of that. And I kind of wanted pregnancy delivery to be the same way, to allow myself to really be present in the moment and not be cheated with these other things that I was hearing. But then, as I am in the midst of it all, I can see how I didn't know what was next, if that makes any kind of sense. So I was pushing and I was pushing and Emma was coming down. You could see her head, but I could never get her past. And a part of me was thinking, if I do get her past, like if I do push so far she comes out, what happens next? You know, is it going to be really still an incredible amount of work and effort to get her totally out. I had no idea. And looking back on it, I'm feeling really disappointed in myself that I wasn't able to push her through, that we had to turn and have a C-section. And my goodness, I am so blessed that she is here, that she is healthy, that all of that went as it did. But I'm feeling a bit of disappointment in myself as if I should have prepared more. I should have showed up more. I should have followed through. Was this one of the times where I didn't follow through the way that I should have? Because, man, as I just told you, so many times I haven't followed through. Should I have gone and taken all of those classes? Should I have done something more? Should I have been way more prepared? Should I have done different exercises, or i don't I don't know what could have made it happen? And I was reading through um, this woman that I follow, uh, who had a baby within days that I had Emma. We were kind of on the same timeline. And her pregnancy delivery was a breeze. <laughs> just it was her first and she just was able to deliver her naturally with ease. But that's her story, and I need I was reading it and thinking how I wanted that to be, my story. And it's not. It's not my story. And because my story is different doesn't mean that it's not still a beautiful, wonderful, amazing story and journey and experience. And even though It wasn't at all what I expected or wanted it to be. I'm feeling this need. Only now in this moment, I wasn't feeling this when I was running. I was feeling really down on myself. But here now, kind of talking it through with you, I'm feeling this need to let myself off the hook and to know that I could have prepared in so many ways and it could have gone the exact same way that it did. I know that when I was in that room, I was doing oh, as much as I could, pushing the hardest that I could, doing everything that I could, breathing, listening, all of it. I was even looking up at the sky, praying to my mom, saying, help me, what do I do? You know, I was there. I was in the moment. I was fully present. I, with the least expectations, I was right there where I was. And I had the absolute best folks around me, the kindest, most loving, caring, tender people. And I am beyond grateful for that. And I really need to let myself off the hook and know that I did all that I could. I showed up as I was able to. And I did what I was able to. And the miracle of medicine and doctors and all of that that there was this amazing way to bring Emma into this world, even if it wasn't the way I had expected. And here she is, and she is beautiful and happy and thriving and loving life. And really, truly, that is all that I can ask for, right? A piece of my heart still feels that missing part of having her come out and then they put her right on my chest because it was hours before I was able to actually hold her. But I need to remember that that is only this small, tiny sliver of time. And one thing Dustin said to me when we did actually go to meet her for the first time, and maybe he was just saying it to comfort me, but as I was holding her and she kind of nuzzled into me, he said, she knows you. She knows that you're her mom. And I think that was my biggest worry and fear is that she wouldn't know I'm her mom. How do you know? I mean, you were inside swimming in water, basically. And now here you are in this bright, wild world filled with all these noises and beeps and so much going on. How do you know who is your person? But they do. She knew. And even now, I mean, today we went somewhere and Dustin went into the bathroom and I was holding her and then we switched and I went into the bathroom and he said, the whole time you're in there, she's going, mama, mama, mama. It's like, oh, she does know me. She knows that I'm her person. And even though we didn't have that moment, as soon as she entered into the world, we have all these moments here thereafter. That one tiny sliver of time doesn't define everything. What defines everything is the everyday and really being present with her, putting my phone away and just playing, reading books. The cutest thing whenever she wakes up in the morning or from her nap, she always points to the bookshelf in her room. And I'm like, oh, do you want to read your books? And she shakes her head. She goes, yes, yes. And so I'll take her out, I'll change her, and we'll sit on the floor. And she'll pull a book out, she'll sit in my lap, and we'll flip through it. And that, that's the moment, right? That tiny, tiny sliver of time, that bonding moment where there we are, just us together. And so trying to let myself off the hook, you know, knowing that, yeah, there are so many things I don't follow through on. I don't know if I'll ever have the answer to that. I know I need to be more proactive in certain ways and certain things and that. You know, I mean, even just looking around this podcast room that we have here, it's like, oh my goodness, we've said forever we're going to put together that other chair. We still haven't, you know, but it's okay. It is truly okay. It will get put together when it needs to get put together. The parts can just stay on the floor for now. And I think it's important for all of us to let ourselves off the hook. To know that it's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be the way we want it to or think it's going to be. And that really, truly is okay. Because what matters the most is the love, the connection that time where there you are you know together with one another and so that's it that's where I am today in this moment and I am forever grateful that you are on the other side catching these stories and showing up because it really encourages me to keep showing up I mean even starting this podcast this was something that wow was way outside my comfort zone and I pushed through and I did it and I just jumped in at first. And that really kind of seems to be the way to do it, to not overthink it, to just allow yourself to jump into whatever it is and enjoy it, enjoy the ride. And you learn along the way, right? Always learning. I don't think I'll ever stop learning and I actually don't ever want to. All right, before we go, let us pull a card. Let us see what it is that we need to hear for this week. And again, something might come up and you think, that message, not for me. But I really encourage you to just let it come in, see how it feels. And it might surprise you. It might be the exact message you needed to hear and you had no idea. Like for me, letting go of expectations. I didn't think I needed that, but I really, truly did. I am using the Angel Guide Oracle from Kyle Gray. Let's see what we have here. I'm going to give it one more shuffle because I had one card. Upside down. And just take a deep breath in and know that whatever message comes up is for all of us. Invited into your heart into your mind. And this week, we have Sacred Plan. Ooh, very interesting. Let's see what the book says on that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me find the page. All right. Sacred Plan. This card doesn't represent the plan that God has for your life, more the plan that comes to fruition based on your intentions and your highest good. You have been given the incredible gift of free will, and therefore your thoughts, deeds, actions, and intentions are in some way going out into the universe and curating the experiences, opportunities, and energies that are flowing in and out of your life. When this card appears, you are being encouraged to move into a state of surrender where you recognize that yes, your intentions have an impact on the creation of your life, but how those intentions unfold is not down to you, but in the hands of God. The divine plan is your intentions unfolding in a way that God, the universe, feels is for your growth and your highest good. Know that every experience you have been through in your life has been a way marker on your journey towards your growth and expansion. And your angels are acknowledging your growth now. Ooh, that is a big one, right? You just think about this incredible gift of free will that you have and how you really are able to. You're able to choose your thoughts. You're able to choose your actions and your intentions. And where you put that energy, it matters because that is where the flow of your life is going to go. It goes on to say, if you are trying to force a plan into action, the angelic guidance is to back down and trust in the greater good. Often, when something isn't happening for us, we're frustrated. But that's only because we don't see that our perfect plan is unfolding. When your ideas or plans go wrong, trust that the universe has a greater plan for you, and that greater plan isn't something that already has been chosen for you. It's more of a culmination of all your life's intentions, prayers, and actions, washing back towards you with opportunities and experiences. Call on your angels to light up the path ahead. You may feel that you are facing the unknown, but know that you are always guided and protected. (laughs) That last message, oh, it gave me a little chuckle as I was reading it, and I was thinking, maybe all those things that I didn't follow through on was for a reason because now they're going to culminate into something that is truly needed and not what I thought was needed in the moment, right? Maybe. Maybe I can really let myself off the hook and know that there is this bigger, grander plan. And having those ideas feeds into that bigger plan and makes it, makes it what it is meant to be. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going with that. Oh, I thank you so, so much for joining me on this journey, for being here. I will be back soon with a brand new episode. But until then, I wish you a wonderful week ahead, and we will talk soon.